Doberdan from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Serbia update from the 4th of January 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Serbia. The Serbian Prosecutor's Office for Organized Crime said on Thursday the 29th that Arvin Baleri is being investigated for carrying and trafficking weapons and explosive substances, as well as for associating with others in order to commit criminal acts. The Security Intelligence Agency, or BIA, told the media after his arrest on Tuesday the 27th that he was held on suspicion of involvement in terrorism. According to the prosecution, Baleri was born and has a residence in Podoyevo, Kosovo, but is a Serbian citizen. BIA said in a statement that Baleri is suspected of organizing a criminal group whose members are several unidentified persons from Serbia and other countries in the surrounding area. According to the prosecution, he obtained large quantities of firearms, ammunition, and explosives on Tuesday the 27th, packed them in a car, and drove them to Bujanovets to sell them. He was quickly arrested in Bujanovets. Speaking of arrests, on Thursday the 29th, Belgrade Higher Court reported that the trial of Dusan Lanchar, a former officer of the now-retired Yugoslav People's Army, or JNA, for crimes the JNA committed during the war in Croatia in 1991, will start on February 24th. Lonchar was the commander of the JNA 2nd Guards Brigade at the time of the attack on the village of Lovas, which Serbian forces captured in October 1991. During that time, JNA troops and paramilitaries tortured civilians that they had previously detained, used them as human shields in the shootings, and ordered innocent people to walk on minefields. In 2019, the Belgrade-based Humanitarian Law Center criticized the Serbian war crimes prosecution for not indicting Lonchar for the crime, saying that he was the one to order the attack on Lovas. However, Lonchar completely denied it. In other news, on the morning of Thursday the 28th, the Kosovo police announced that the important Medare border crossing point with Serbia reopened. This happened right after the Serbian president Aleksandar Vucic announced that the barricade set up at six locations in the Serb-majority north of Kosovo will be removed after 20 days. His statement came after the protesters' conditions for the removal of the barricades were reportedly met. Media in Serbia reported that the Serbian army's order to maintain a state of increased combat readiness, announced on Monday the 26th, has been revoked. Recall that the blocking of the roads by Serbs was sparked by the arrest of a Serb who was a former member of the Kosovo police force, Dejan Pantic, who is suspected of attacking municipal election commission offices in North Mitrovica. The Ministry of Internal Affairs, or MUP, announced on Thursday the 29th that they arrested more than 100 migrants in Subotica, out of which 25 were persons of interest. According to data published by Serbia's public broadcaster, RTS, these migrants are generals and officers of the Afghan army from whom France has issued an international warrant for the most serious crimes, including terrorism. The Western Balkans route through Turkey, Bulgaria, North Macedonia, and Serbia is the main route for migrants to the EU, with many using elaborate networks of smugglers who are sometimes armed. Since Sweden took over the presidency of the EU on Sunday the 1st, which will last for six months, Swedish ambassador to Serbia Annika Ben-David said on Monday the 2nd that their goal is to adopt measures for the geostrategic orientation of Serbia and the entire region. She added that countries outside the EU which want to enter, like Serbia, should have great opportunities to do so, but only if they align their policies with the EU. Annika also pointed out that during Sweden's presidency, they will engage in bringing peace between the countries of the Western Balkans, which include Serbia and Kosovo.
Unlike previous years, Belgrade is less decorated this New Year's season due to the economic challenges that hit Serbia as well as the rest of Europe. The mayor of Belgrade, Aleksandar Šapić, said that Belgrade will not be decorated in abundance in the future due to the high consumption of electricity. Nevertheless, the center of the city is decorated with a large Christmas tree that Belgrade recently received as a gift from Russia. The informal association, Russians, Ukrainians, Belarusians, and Serbs together against the war, condemned the installation of this Christmas tree because of the Russian-Ukraine war. They demanded the removal of the tree, stressing that it is a propaganda tool of the Russian Federation. Since we mentioned the association, Russians, Ukrainians, Belarusians, and Serbs together against the war, on Saturday the 31st, they recognized the cleaning of the mural from the Ukrainian poet Larisa Kosach after it was vandalized two times last week. The mural is located near the Bronco Bridge in Belgrade. The people of the association restored the entire wall by painting the colors of the Ukrainian flag, and the mural of Larisa Kosach is scheduled to be repainted on the 11th of January, 2023. The mural was vandalized on Monday the 26th, then it was restored on Wednesday the 28th, but was vandalized again the day after. Both times, the letters Z were written in black and red, which are a symbol of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, and it also conveys the message, quote, this is Serbia, end quote. Moving on, the Eastern European Consideration Forecasting Association, or EECFA, predicted a big decline in investments in the Serbian construction market. The EECFA report states that foreign direct investments in construction have been significantly decreasing during this year. According to them, that is primarily due to investors being cautious when it comes to long-term projects such as unsustainable circumstances, and especially in a situation where Serbia's position in the economic conflict between the EU and Russia is undefined. Private investments by domestic investors are also on the decline due to economic uncertainty, rising interest rates, and unpredictable costs. Starting from November 2023, Serbian citizens will no longer be able to travel to the Schengen area without a visa or prior authorization. Instead, they will have to submit an online application through the European Travel Information and Authorization System, or ETIAS. According to the initial plans, the ETIAS was supposed to become operational in January of 2023, but its implementation was moved to May 2023. The system will start operating from November 2023, as announced on the EU's official website. The final step is to pay the application fee via credit or debit card. The application fee will be $7 for all applicants between 18 and 70 years old. Now, on to some health updates. About 5,200 COVID-19 cases were confirmed, and around 30 people have died this week. Compared to last week, the mortality rate has slightly gone up. On Sunday the 1st, shortly after midnight, one of Belgrade's most visited rafts called Freestyler sank. It is not yet known why the raft sank, but according to the Serbian news agency Tanyag, the raft started to sink because there were too many people on it. People who were on the raft as it was sinking explained how they feared that they wouldn't escape on time. They also expressed their disappointment in the organization of the party since the tickets for the New Year's party cost up to $3,000. The party goers were evacuated by the police, and two emergency medical teams were called to the scene. The police said no one was seriously injured. On a more positive note, the campaign Let a Child Smile Win was successfully completed, and the so-called Jedi Movement, a nonprofit organization in niche who created the campaign, 
managed to collect around $13,000 needed for the purchase of a resuscitation table for premature babies. In 79 days, they managed to collect all the necessary money with the help of donations from over 40 companies from all over Serbia that joined this action. According to doctors from the Clinic for Gynecology and Obstetrics in Belgrade, the resuscitation table is important for premature babies because it contains all the necessary parts they need to survive until they are fully developed. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at rorschach.com. Todalienieg, zbogom! Zbogom!